0: Welcome to another episode of Demystify. Last episode, we briefly mentioned fermentation as one of the earliest appearances of biotechnology. And today we want to dive more deeply into this revolutionary process.
1: At its core, fermentation is a biochemical process that converts sugars into waste products and it's carried out by microorganisms. As it's often carried out in the absence of oxygen, it makes sense that fermentation is one of the first examples of biotechnology in history, perhaps even before oxygen was present in the atmosphere.
0: Okay, from what I've understood so far, fermentation requires a sugar source. This could be fruits, vegetables or grains in addition to microorganisms, which can be either added to the food directly or be already present in the natural environment. Through the consumption of these sugars, microorganisms produce waste products.
1: That's right. The specific microorganism and waste product depends on a variety of factors, such as the type of food being fermented and the exact conditions in which fermentation is taking place. The waste products are typically acid and alcohol.
0: Could you just dive into that a little bit more?
1: Absolutely. There are three types of fermentation that are worth noting during our discussion. The first is lactic acid fermentation, which, as you may have guessed, produces lactic acid as a byproduct following sugar consumption by bacteria. In turn, this creates an acidic environment that can preserve food and prevent the growth of harmful bacteria.
0: That's right. Lactic acid fermentation is actually used to create many of the staple foods you may already have in your fridge. For example, Sauerkraut is made by fermenting shredded cabbage with salt and water. By ingesting the sugars in the cabbage leaves, the bacteria produce lactic acid, which gives sauerkraut its sour taste. For kimchi lovers out there, this is the basis of kimchi production.
1: As a personal favorite snack of mine, yogurt is also produced by lactic acid fermentation. But this time, bacteria consume the sugar in milk, called lactose, to produce lactic acid, which thickens and sours the yogurt.
0: Is it just me or all this talk about lactic acid fermentation making you hungry?
1: It may not only make you hungry. Lactic acid fermentation is also a natural process that takes place inside of our cells during periods of intense exercise, when oxygen supply becomes limited. Have you ever felt cramping and a burning sensation in your muscles after a vigorous workout? We can thank lactic acid fermentation for that, but more on that in future episodes.
0: But what about those of us who let off steam by having a beer with colleagues after work or a glass of wine with dinner?
1: This leads us to another common type of fermentation called ethanol fermentation, in which yeast consume sugars and produce alcohol and carbon dioxide as byproducts. Like lactic acid fermentation, this takes place in the absence of oxygen. For example, in beer production, grains like barley or wheat are mashed and boiled to extract their sugars, and then yeast are added to the mixture to initiate the fermentation process.
0: Absolutely! Wine production takes on a similar process, but this time, Grapes are crushed to extract the juice and its natural sugars. And that as the yeast consume them, they produce alcohol.
1: Interestingly, this alcohol can then be used towards our next type of fermentation, acetic acid fermentation. In this process, bacteria consume ethanol and produce acetic acid and water as byproducts. Unlike lactic acid and ethanol fermentation, acetic acid fermentation is is an aerobic process, meaning that it requires oxygen to occur. This process uses oxygen from the air to feed the bacteria and promote their growth and activity.
0: That's a very important point, as acetic acid would not be produced without it. If you open up your pantry, you will likely find some sort of vinegar, which is essentially the practical name for acetic acid. For example, Apple cider vinegar is produced by bacteria which consume apple cider, yielding a fruity flavor often used in salad dressings. Balsamic vinegar is another great example, which employs bacteria which consumes grape must, the freshly crushed juice, and skins of the grapes. The resulting vinegar is then aged for several years in wooden barrels, which gives it a complex flavor profile and dark color.
1: All of these products seem to have been around for ages. What about some modern trends of fermentation in the food industry? How has fermentation evolved since its genesis?
0: That's a great question. The biochemical process of fermentation itself has not changed over time. However, humans have continued to experiment with different applications of fermentation for several reasons including to fortify food, make it more nutrient-rich, enhance flavor, reduce food waste, and improve food preservation. One example that comes to mind is kombucha, which is a fermented tea beverage made using sweetened tea, bacteria, and yeast. It is important to note that the sugar in the tea is meant as a fuel source for the microorganisms, which will consume it and produce acetic acid and carbon dioxide as waste product. As a result, the beverage tastes sour and slightly fizzy, so it is common to enjoy it with the addition of fruit juice or herbs.
1: Yet another example of the recent use of fermentation in the food industry is to create alternative protein sources such as plant-based foods like tofu and tempeh. For example, a plant-based company by the name of Impossible Foods actually creates plant-based meat products by using fermentation to produce a specific type of heme group. For those who are unfamiliar with this chemical group, heme, H-E-M-E, is responsible for providing texture, color, and flavor to real meat. This heme group was incorporated into their plant-based signature burger, the Impossible Burger.
0: It's important to note that not all fermentation is safe or beneficial. While the fermentation processes we've discussed so far are generally safe and can have health benefits, other types of fermentation can produce harmful toxins or spoilage. For this reason, it's important to follow proper fermentation techniques and to only consume fermented foods and drinks that have been produced in a safe and controlled environment.
1: In conclusion, fermentation is a process that has been used for centuries to preserve food and create new flavors and textures. Lactic acid fermentation, ethanol fermentation, and acetic acid fermentation are among the most common types of fermentation, and they are responsible for many of the foods and drinks that we enjoy today. So whether you're savoring the sourness of sauerkraut or enjoying a crisp glass of wine, You can thank fermentation for the unique flavors and textures that make these foods and drinks so delicious.